When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Big Bash starts tonight, Sydney Thunder and the Melbourne Stars. Myself and Pickers will be commentating that. One of my favourite cricketers growing up as a kid, uh, one of the great all-rounders, played over 100 tests for the West Indies. Um, he captained the team on 22 occasions. He scored over 5,000 runs, 13 centuries, an average of 36, took 114 wickets. Uh, if you don't mind, no stranger to these shores. He used to come here early when the West Indies were going to tour. He'd play club cricket. So we absolutely love Carl Hooper, and he is an assistant coach under Jason Gillespie with the Adelaide Strikers this year. He's been good enough to jump on the phone to give us some time today. Carl, it is an absolute thrill and a privilege to be speaking to you. Welcome to SEN. Thanks, mate. The pleasure is mine. Um, before we get to some Big Bash, and wonderful to have you on board with the Big Bash League. Uh, it'll be better for having you involved. How did you take in, um, from your position, you were doing some commentary for the ABC, how did you take in the two test series, Australia and the West Indies? Well, obviously it was a tough series for the for the West Indies team. Um, I don't think anybody expected us to win, but the important thing was to be, you know, try to be as competitive as possible. Um, I suppose you can say we were competitive in Perth, but unfortunately the... Uh, the, the Adelaide Test match only lasted four days and we, we got rolled in the second day for, what, 77? So, all in all, disappointing. But, hey, we're back here again in, uh, I think, next summer for another two Test matches. So, hopefully, um, better preparation. Maybe we got a chance to look at some better team selection. We'll be able to give you guys much more of a run. Carl, we've having chats about this for a little while now, and you've um, got some real fears for the state of West Indian cricket. And uh, and Bishop's been sharing his concerns, and I hear you say that you know maybe it's not rock bottom just yet. For those that don't understand the challenges of West Indian cricket in the way that it's set up with the countries that make up the West Indies and how the whole infrastructure works, can you just give us a little bit of background on the challenges that that the countries are facing in the West Indies? Is, uh, collaborative or a collection of those countries representing them are facing? Hmm. Well, I suppose the easiest analogy would be just imagine South Australia being a, a country, right? Hmm. Um, Melbourne is its own country, Perth its own country, um, and so forth. You know, Brisbane, down in Queensland, they're its own country, own government, and so on. Own cricket board, got its own ideas, run it the way hmm. they see fit, and then having to bring all of those boards together on the one umbrella. Um, those players also with different, cult, you know, it's a different culture. Um, say growing up in Guyana, where I'm from, and say a Barbadian, totally different. Um, so it's bringing these players together and trying to trying to to gel and mend as a unit, um, play for each other. Um, you know, so you've got those differences. You've also got the differences with, you know, Ghana is economically now fairly wealthy. Um, a lot of the other Caribbean islands, maybe not so much. So there's that challenge mm. to be dealt with. So these are just a couple of the issues that are major, I think, contributing factors maybe um, to some of the issues that we face today. 
other sports, obviously, starting to gain a lot more prominence um, from, from my limited understanding is, is another issue. But when it was working and when it was all gelling, what do you think was at the heart of that in your time, Carl? Because you, you played in the great part of the great eras um, mm. and then you were there to see when it started to maybe start to decline a little bit. So you've that's got a really right, unique right. vantage point. What was it about it when it worked that made it work? I think I think the structures, it was much simpler. I mean, we played for the love of the game. We played for the passion uh, of representing, uh, what, some 6 million people in the Caribbean. Yeah. Um, today, I think what has probably hastened the decline is T20 cricket. Um, now you probably would find... Um, while they still desire to play for West Indies, I think people's other loyalties are maybe elsewhere, to be honest. Um, you know, you've got a lot of T20 franchises popping up. You've got, you know, the massive monster, the IPL, which which a lot of young, well, some of our better young cricketers seem to focus on. So we lose a lot of players to T20 franchise cricket, you know. I mean, just looking at the team that came down here, one would have thought that a Hetmeyer and a Puran inside this team would be certainly stronger. Absolutely. Unfortunately, where was Hetmeyer and where was Puran? They were playing the T10 league in Abu Dhabi. So so these are some of the challenges that we face, and we're not in a position like City or some of the richer cricket boards um, to contract these players a substantial, you know, amount mm. that we can then dictate where you go and when you play and so on. You see, I mean, there's yeah. shock and cheese between a, a, a T20 contract and what you would get from a central contract being signed to the West Indies Cricket Board. So, so these are all issues, I think, that is tasting the decline, I think. Um, we've got, we're going to talk, we're going to talk some BBL and I know you've got to get to training in just a moment, but just last question on that. We're speaking about this yesterday and wondering whether the ICC need to take a firmer hand in just having a look at the countries who get big dollars from TV rights, um, and are able to pay very, very lucrative contracts to their international representatives. Does the ICC need to take a bigger hand in maybe looking at what they do in terms of a central pool to distribute wealth a little more to maybe prop up? Um, some of the countries uh, and some of the organisations like the West Indies in future? Well, yes, I suppose that would help. But I think for a long period of time, I think as boards such as ours, you need to be proactive. I mean, mm. I could have, you know, Steve, you wonder, could have seen this coming a long time ago, and you've got to be proactive. Um, yeah. You've got, and, and it's here to stay. And, and, you know, even as we speak today, you know, they're still not taking measures to put in place to try and, as we say, stop the bleed, stop young players. And, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say stop young players from going and playing T20 leagues because the IPL has got its own window. Mm. The CPL has got its own window in the sense that we don't organise for the for the white for the red ball cricketers to be playing uh, a test, you know, a, a test playing nation during our CPL. Mm. And then you can choose maybe one of us. So that leaves plenty of time to obviously represent West Indies cricket. Yeah. Uh, but it, again, it's for the board to implement policies that would dictate um, that players make themselves available. I mean, I personally feel that if you're not if you're not eligible to play for West Indies, then you should not you should not be selected for your island. As simple as that. Yeah, you, great. You, you might as well give that opportunity to another player. Great call, T uh, Ten. Yeah, that doesn't cut it as an excuse uh, not to be representing your country. I, I would wholeheartedly agree with you there. Understanding the financial windfall, though, for those players, it is available. What brings you to the Big Bash, Carl Hooper? It is wonderful to have you as part of it. You'll be with the Adelaide Strikers, with Jason Gillespie, and a very, very strong team assembled. How did you find yourself being part of the Big Bash? 
Well, I've lived here now in South Australia for 20 odd years, yeah. 26 years. So I've probably lived more in here than in the Caribbean. Because um, I left the Caribbean as an 18 year old and started, you know, my career moving around the place and playing. So I've spent a lot of time here. But look, the opportunity presented itself. Last year I was doing some stuff with 17s, state 19s, and we had the Emerging Red Maps program here. And um, Jason kindly offered me the opportunity to get involved with the strikers, which I jumped at. I think it's a fabulous one. We might have just lost you in a bit of a wind tunnel there, Carl. Oh, sorry, sorry. How much did you get, what I just said? Uh, most of it, most of it. Um, so what's the area that you'll be focusing on? What's the, 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 the main point of, of your role as an assistant coach? What will you be looking after? Okay, well, predominantly the batters. Yeah. Um, you know, we try and make sure that we're well prepared. Um, just clear plan, go out, express yourself. You know, I think I can help in that area. Um, there's only so much, I suppose, a batting coach can do during a, a tournament, which is just, you know, what is it, nine weeks. So it's more or less just sort of top-up sessions and go you play, you know. But certainly off the field, I can engage in some, you know, some discussions and make sure we're in the right frame of mind before each and every game. Uh, I, I put you in the same category as I put Simon O'Donnell. I reckon if T20 had to come around in your era... You were absolutely elite at test level, but I reckon you would have just made light work of T20 cricket with the bat, with the ball in the field. Um, what what do you think will be the major strength of this striker's outfit this year, Carl? Well, I think we've got a bit more firepower. We've lost um, we've lost uh, Wells, who's mm. a middle order bat, and Renshaw at the top of the order. But we've got two lovely replacements in uh, Colin DeGram, the Grandhome, who's from New Zealand. We've got a young kid called Adam Holes from from the UK, and we've managed to to retain the services of Chris Lynn. Of course, there's Rashid Khan still here, so yep. we've added a little bit more firepower. So hopefully um, that can take us across the line. Um, just a last question before I let you go, because I know you've got to get the training. But the all-rounder is such a valuable commodity in all cricket, but especially in, in T20, and especially if it's an all-rounder um, that's got a few tricks up their sleeve. Um, who are the players that you look at that, that sort of give you the warm and fuzzies? As an all-rounder yourself, who do you most enjoy watching uh, execute in all formats of the game? Well, I suppose if you look at the strikers, um, I'm keen to see how Colin, the, the grandam will go. Um, brings a lot of experience. He's got explosive power. But I suppose if you look around the traps, um, I know he's injured now, but you... Uh, what have we got? Um, look, we've got so many good players around the traps. I mean, it's hard to call out any one. Um, you know, Australia's got a rich dirt of T20 cricketers. I'm just can't wait. You know, I can't wait to look for you know to, to see them uh, up close. It's one thing sitting in the stands or sitting in, in, at home in the living room and looking at them play, but it's the next thing I think sitting in the dugout having a look at them. Uh, well, it is. We, we speak a lot about having, you know, big name players involved in the big bash, but I think it's just as important to have, you know, elite level coaches and coaches who have performed at a level such as yourself. So it's wonderful to have you part of the setup this year, Carl, and we look forward to having a chat with you as the season unfolds. Thanks, Sam. Anytime.